Hello, my friends, and uh, welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. Uh, this is going to be episode 81. We're going to do a little reading, um, some article from Crisis Magazine, and revisit a document, <clears throat> the Abu Dhabi document, that um, was signed by Pope Francis some, some time ago, a while ago. So I want to read a passage here from... 2 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, starting from verse 1, going down to verse 6. Ready? Here we go. I hope that you will put up with um, a little of my foolishness. Please bear with me, for I am jealous of you with a godly jealousy, since I promised all of you to one spouse to present as to present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. However, I'm afraid that just as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts may, may be led astray from a single-hearted fidelity to Christ. Uh, if, uh, for if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaim, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the, from the one you accepted, you put up with, with that readily enough. I do not regard myself as being inferior to these super apostles. I may be untrained in the art of speaking, but the same is not true of me in regard to knowledge. In every way and in all respects, we have made this evident to you. Did I make a, oh, I'm going to go a little further. Did I make a mistake by preaching the gospel of God without charge, humbling myself so that, so that you might be exalted? I I robbed other churches, accepting support from them in order to serve you. And when I was with you in need, I did not burden anyone, for the, bird, for the brethren who came from Macedonia supplied my needs. I've, I refrained and will continue to refrain from burdening you in any way, as surely as the Church of Christ is in me. This boast of mine will not be silenced in the re regions of Achaia. And why? Because I, do not, because I do not love you? God knows I do. And I shall continue to do just as I am doing at present in order to thwart the efforts of those who are seeking the opportunity to be regarded as my equals in the aspects they boast about. Such people are false apostles dishonest workers who masquerade as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, even Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Therefore, it should not be considered unusual that his servants who also disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness, their end will be appropriate to their deeds. Okay, so I'm going to end it there. So he's warning about false gospels, false apostles. And it's no secret lately, we, we've been hearing a lot of bad teaching in the church. 
Um, we've been hearing about cardinals who are pro-LGBT. Uh, we've been hearing about... Um, what do you call it? Acceptance made for um, abortion, contraception, divorce. When the church herself from the beginning has went against such teachings, why all of a sudden things are changing? Well, you know, this has always been like this from the beginning. There has been bad bishops. There has been bishops going back like to the time of Paul. We know that the church found her identity fighting against heresy, fighting, fighting against false doctrines, false gospels. Um, you know, there's been, this has always been happening. Um, and it's been worse. You know, you have the, um, heresy of Arianism where Christ is not the son of God you've had other forms of heresies uh, Islam Islam is a form of Christian heresy because Islam Islam believes in Christ it believes that Jesus was a prophet it believes that Jesus brought a gospel an Islamic gospel there's even an Islamic version of the Torah but it does, it does not believe that Jesus is God. It believes in, in the virgin birth, but it doesn't believe that Jesus Christ is God. Muslims uh, believe that Jesus did not get crucified. Uh, some will go as far as say that Jesus' face was put on Judas Iscariot. And that Jesus did not die. That Jesus was taken up to heaven, but just did not die. He did not, He was not crucified and never said he was the son of God. Um, there's dozens of, of other forms of heresies out there. You know? Um, so we're going to look into this document here. So my name is Ned Jabbar, and this is the Informed Catholic. So... Um, Let's begin this article from Crisis Magazine by Eric Sammons. All right. So I'm looking at here a photograph. You see Pope Francis. And uh, he's sitting like on a panel. And uh, behind, he's right in, underneath, uh, strangely, uh, this image on the, I don't know if it's a screen of a pyramid. And there's also a, a strange like circled a circle with a odd grid pattern. The pyramid has some kind of grid to it as well. Right next to him is an or uh, to his right is an Orthodox rabbi, and then uh, on the far left looks like uh, a, a Muslim cleric. And there's two other figures um, between him and the Muslim cleric. All right, uh, this was article is from September sixteenth, twenty twenty two, by Eric. Salmons is plurality of religions willed by God, um, September 16th, 2022. Um, so this is right after September 16th. Yesterday, Pope Francis endorsed an uh, interreligious declaration that originally stated 
we note that the pluralism and difference in religion, skin color, gender, race, and language are expressions of the wisdom of God of uh, the wisdom of God's will in creation. Thus, any incident of coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. However, hours later, the text was updated to read, we note that pluralism in terms of difference in skin color, gender, race, language, and culture are expressions of the wisdom of God in creation. Religious diversity is permitted by God and therefore any coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. All right, so we note that pluralism and differences in religion, skin color, gender, race, and language are expressions of wisdom of God's will in creation. So we'll, let's see, what's the difference here? Expression of the wisdom of God in creation. Religious diversity is permitted. All right. Okay, and it says here, uh, uh, particular religion, religion and religious doctrine, coercion to any particular religion. Okay, so it's it's basically the permitted was added into it. So you see what I'm saying? So now it says here in the bottom, while the updated wording is significantly different in theological terms, the original wording closely matched the wording of the 2019 Abu Dhabi doctrine, which Pope Francis signed. I had addressed the, the topic of what, whether polarity of religion is willed by God uh, in my book, Deadly Indifference, which is uh, exerted below. So let me read it one more time from the top. Pope Francis endorsed an interreligious declaration that originally stated, we note that pluralism and difference in religion, skin color, gender, race, and language are expressions of the wisdom of God's will in creation. That any incident of coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. However, hours later, the text was updated. The word permitted was not in there. We note that pluralism in terms of difference in skin color, gender, race, language, and culture are expressions of the wisdom of God in creation. Religious diversity is permitted by God and therefore any coercion to any particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. Interesting. All right, so let's look at this here. In some ways, the Abu Dhabi Declaration is just another in a long line of, of interreligious dialogue statements produced by church officials. However, a specific passage in this document crosses a theological line that no other church document in the past has crossed, and that makes this document sing, uh, singular in nature. That passage states that pluralism and the diversity of religions, color, sex, race, and language are willed by God in his wisdom. 
through which he created human beings. Breaking this sentence down, this document is claiming that the following things are willed by God. The pluralism and the diversity of religions. That's one. Color. Presumably this means various skin colors. Sex. Race. Okay, that's number four. And then it says language. For our purposes, it is the first item on, on the list which is alarming. The Pope is saying that the pluralism of religion, religions is willed by God. I'm highlighting that willed by God. Again, because it is so important, in fact, that statement is the explicit belief of the religious pluralists, uh, of the religious pluralists, that the multitude of religions in this world is not a bad thing, but in fact is willed by God to lead many people to salvation. If God wills Protestantism and Hinduism, there is certainly no need to pray or work for the conversion of, well, anyone at all. So, try to understand this. Willed willed is different than permitted because if you go back he in 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 the update okay we note that pluralism in terms of difference in skin color gender race language culture are expressions of the wisdom of god in creation religious diversity is permitted his permissive will is different than his will. Something that's permitted is almost like, in a sense, tolerated, I believe, than willed, than his absolute will, his sovereign will. It's not the same thing. So, so um, he's right here when he says that you know, you don't have to pray or preach the gospel to anyone then. Some of the Pope's defenders say that's not what he means. Catholic theology professor Chad Pagnold argues, in sensitive interreligious context, it is fitting for the Holy See to acknowledge that despite serious theological disagreements, Catholics and Muslims have much in common. I hate that. I really do hate that. Because I come from a Muslim background, and I really hate this pluralism. I can't stand it. Okay, such as common belief that human beings are willed by God in his wisdom. In other words, it is the belief shared by Catholics and Muslims that is willed by God, not in the eras of Islam or other religions, that's quite a stretch from a plain from the plain readings of the text. It is. It is. And the thing is, another thing is, why not just be honest right up front with Muslims? Because they respect it if you're honest about what you believe instead of you trying to cater them. I mean, it's like Shia LaBeouf said about the, you know, the Nobus Odo and the Latin Mass. The Nobus Odo you're trying very hard in the land mass. You know, I know you're not trying to sell me a car. Well, don't try to don't try to win Muslims over with false, you know, with you know with with, with false words. Muslims know what you believe, and they want you to know what they believe. So why why 
play this game with words. Just tell them, just tell them what you mean. Be honest with you what you mean with them. They'll accept it. They'll respect you better for it. Okay, so let's continue. Pagnot also notes, God wills that all men come to know him through the free choice of their will. Not so it follows that a diversity of religions can be spoken about as permissively willed by God without denying the supernatural good of one true religion. Let's take a look at this phrase, permissively willed, because Pagnol's defense of, the, of this aspect of the Abu Dhabi Declaration is important. Catholic theologians have historically and dis, uh, distinguished between the active will of God. Okay, that that that's the word I, I I should have been looking for. And his permissive will, what God actively wills, is what He wants to happen, which is His which I would say His sovereign will, such as the salvation of all people. First Timothy chapter two verse four. On the other hand. What God permissively wills are things He allows to happen. That is, a sh that is the short answer to the age-old question: If God is all-powerful, why is there evil in the world? It's not that God cannot prevent evil; instead, He allows it in His permissive will, so that a greater good can be accomplished. So, based on this understanding, uh, Pagnold and others are arguing that in the Abu Dhabi document, the Pope actually means that the plurality of religions is permissively willed by God, not actively willed. So just say it, just make it clear. Just make it, I mean, I understand what he's saying in the Abu Dhabi document, just say it. Just say it, just say it right from the start. They'll respect you for it. However, many other particular Catholic exclusives believe that the problematic language of this cannot be so easily dismissed. One of the fiercest critics of this document, Bishop Athanasius Schneider, I'm glad, confronted the Pope directly regarding this passage during an ad lumine visit to Rome after the Abu Dhabi Declaration was released. Schneider asked the, the pontiff, to retract the statement of the interreligious document of Abu Dhabi, which rel relativizes the uniqueness of the faith in Jesus Christ. I agree with him. Schneider relates that the Pope Francis told him that one must explain the phrase in the Abu Dhabi document regarding the diversity of religions in the sense of the permissive will of God. Yet when Bishop Schneider asked in a verbal and later in written form, for the Pope to make an official public statement to this effect, no public response was given by the Vatican or the Pope. I know I know he's not gonna do it. He's not gonna do it. Because the truth is, he's gonna run he's gonna run with with this Pope has made it quite clear he runs with the globalists. He made it quite clear. And he doesn't like it when you point things out to him that are obviously wrong. He's just he's just He's just one of those clerics that doesn't like it. Even though he knows it's wrong and he knows clerics will point it out, he just does he's not gonna do it. He he doesn't he doesn't make it things easier for himself. He he's stubborn. Perhaps the Pope did not intend to refer to the permissive will of God in the Abu Dhabi Declaration, but that is hard to reconcile with the plain sense of the text. 
The plurality of religions is just one item on the list of things willed by God, including sex and, uh, and, and the color of one's skin. If the list refers to God's permissive will, then being a man or a woman is not the result of the active will of God. That would fly in the face of fundamental Christian teaching that when God created man, he made him, he made him in the likeness of God, male and female. He created them and he blessed them and named them man when they were created. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Yeah, but that's, that is not a problem. Race is not an argument. It's obviously the will of God. Race and the fact that there is the, you know, they don't even have to bring that up. That's not even something you should put into the document that you make a big deal about about sex. But the problem is, was it doesn't say, it doesn't point to just man and woman. It's, you got to be careful with the language because the language says gender and sex is an open window to multiple genders. The text actually is very dangerous in that wording. We know that God willed the creation of man and woman. We know that God willed different languages and different different uh, skin colors. All right? But, you know, I mean, you know, one could say maybe the different languages is, 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 by, is by his permissive will because of the Tower of Babel story. But it's, you've got to be careful. You've got to, you know, like there's an old saying, always listen to what someone says to you but always pay attention to what they're not saying to you. That's what you got to be careful with. All right, let's continue. The same scripture that proclaims the difference in sexes as part of God's act of will also makes clear that religious pluralism is the most evil result of the fall. Exactly. Putting sex differences and plurality of religions on the same footing in terms of the will of God suggests either that the plurality of religions is actively willed by God or that sex differences are not God's active will. Neither belief is in keeping with the historic Christian teaching. Regardless how theological specialists try to explain this statement, in particular terms, the average person who isn't well versed in theolo theological nuances comes away with the plain meaning. God wants the plurality of religions, and if God wants many religions, it's hard to argue that one religion is superior or more true than the other. You see, that's that's a correct. That's that's the dangerous part. That is the dangerous part right there. All right. If God wills a, multi, a multiplicity of religions, then following a specific religion becomes no more important than choosing a favorite dog breed. After all, the diversity of religions and the diversity of dog breeds are both willed by God. You can debate with your friends which, which you prefer, but at the end of the day, everyone knows it's a matter of personal preference. Catholic, Muslim, even atheist. What does it, what does it matter? All right. That right there, it was very good. And that right there, I have to agree with him. It's dangerous. Let's just check something out here. Okay. This is another uh, well, life. We're going to life site here. All right. This is uh, this is from 2019, and this is Bishop Schneider responding. Okay. 
Bishop Shana says Vatican is betraying betraying Christ as the only savior of mankind. In other words, they're they're you know they're, they're not they're not they're they're actually agreeing with the polarity of religions, which is in betrayal of Christ. All right, let's begin this article here. All right, so this is an article by uh, Diana Montagna. She yeah, she's usually for, for works for Life Site. She does great articles. Exclusive. Bishop Schneider says Vatican is betraying Jesus Christ, betraying him, uh, at Christ as the only savior of mankind. That he's not the only savior of mankind. In an exclusive interview, Bishop Athanasius Schneider discusses the gravity of the Vatican's controversial Abu Dhabi statement. Um, Monday, August 26, 2019. Rome. The Vatican decision to implement a document affirming that the diversity of religions is willed by God without correcting the statement is tantamount to promoting the neglect of the first commandment and a betrayal of the gospel. Bishop Athanasius Schneider has said in an exclusive interview with LifeSite News on Vatican on, on a Vatican-backed initiative to promote the document on human fraternity of the world peace and living together, the auxiliary of Astana, Kazakhstan said, however noble such aims as human fraternity and world peace may be, they cannot be promoted as the cost of relativizing the truth of uniqueness of Jesus Christ and his church. This whole wording, fraternity, world peace, and living together, it's obviously Freemasonic, uh, you know, the language. And even, you know, what whatever uh, this idea of plurality of religions is also, it, all of it is, is, is Freemasonic. The spread of this document in its uncorrected form will par paralyze the church's mission at Gentis and suffocate her burning zeal to evangelize all men. Bishop Shutter said, he added, an attempt at peace are distant for failure. They are not proposed in the name of Jesus Christ. He's right. He's absolutely right. A higher committee. Last week, the Vatican announced that a multi-faith higher committee has been established in the United Arab Emirates to implement document on human fraternity, a world peace, and living together which Pope Francis signed on February 4th, 2019. Isn't it interesting that right after that, we had the COVID? It's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Um, tw okay, which Pope Francis signed on February 4th, 2019 in Abu Dhabi, together with Ahmed Al-Tayyib, the Grand Imam Al-Azhar, during three-day apostolic visit to the Arabian Peninsula, members of the seven-member Catholic and Muslim Commission include Pope Francis, Personal Secretary Father Jonas Lazigad, and the President of the Pontifical Council for Interreligious Dialogue, Archbishop Miguel Angel Ayoso Gazat. Um, um, I know I'm pronouncing his name wrong. In a statement on Monday, August 26, Vatican spokesman Matteo Brunier 
Brunia said that Pope Francis enc- encourages the efforts of the committee to spread the knowledge of the document. He thanks the United Arab Emirates for, for the concrete commitment shown on behalf of human fraternity, and he expresses the hope that similar initiatives can spring up throughout the world. Controversial document. The Abu Dhabi document drew controversies for stating that pluralism and diversity of religions is willed by God. It says it right there. The passage inciting controversy reads, Freedom is a right of every person. Each individual enjoys the freedom of belief, thought, expression, action. The pluralism and diversity of religions, color, sex, race, and language are willed by God in his wisdom through which he created human beings. This divine statement is a source of which the right to freedom of belief and the freedom to be different drives, derives. Therefore, the fact that people are forced into to adhere to certain religions or culture must be rejected as to the imposition of cultural way of life that others do not accept. And all that after that, we had all the woke stuff that just came right at us, even like a, uh, like a fire, like a firestorm. On March 1st, 2019, during an ad visit of the bishops of Central Asia to Rome, Bishop Schneider, whose diocese is located in a predominantly Muslim nation, expressed concern about this formulation to Pope Francis. The Pope said that the phrase in question on the diversity of religions meant the permissive will of God, and he gave explicit permission to Bishop Schneider and other bishops to present, uh, to present quote, his words. Bishop Schneider, in turn, asked the Pope to clarify the statement in an official manner. Pope Francis appeared to offer an informal clarification at his Wednesday general audience on April 3, 2019, but no official clarification or correction to the text has been given to date. In this exclusive interview, Bishop Schneider reveals new details regarding his direct exchange with the Holy Father. On March 1st meeting, he also discusses his view on the Pope's informal clarification at the April 3rd general audience and the gravity of a higher committee being established to implement the Abu Dhabi document in the absence of an official correction of the controversial passage. It never got corrected. According to Bishop Schneider, in implementing, uh, in implementing the Abu Dhabi document without correcting its erroneous affirmation, on the diversity of religions, men in the church not only betray Jesus Christ as the only savior of the mankind and the necessity of his church for eternal salvation, but also commit a great injustice and sin against the love of neighbor. Totally agree with him on this one. Here is our full interview with Bishop Athanasius Schneider. Okay. Your Excellency, the Pope uh, was Pope Francis clarification of the Abu Dhabi document on April 3rd, 2019, Wednesday, general audience sufficient in your view, and what are your thoughts on his remarks? As the Wednesday, at, the, at the Wednesday general audience on April 3rd, 2019, Pope Francis spoke these words. Why does God allow many religions? God wanted to allow this. Scholastic theologians used to refer to God's voluntas permissive, 
permissive will. He wanted to allow this reality. There are many religions. The Pope, unfortunately, did not make any reference to the objective erroneous phrase from the Abu Dhabi document, which says, the pluralism and diversity of religions, color, sex, race, and language, are willed by God in his wisdom. This phrase is in itself erroneous and contradicts divine revelation. Since God has revealed to us that he does not want diverse religions, but only the one religion which he commanded in the first commandment of the, De of the Decalogue, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall not have other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves a graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. Exodus chapter 20 verse, verse 2 to 5. Our Lord Jesus Christ confirmed the, the prenal validity of this commandment saying, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Matthew chapter 4 verse 10, the words Lord and God expressed in the first commandment mean that the most high, the most holy trinity, who is the one Lord and the one God, hence what God positively wills is that all men should worship and adore only God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the one Lord and God. The Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches, since they express man's fundamental duties towards God and towards his neighbor, the Ten Commandments reveal, in their primordial content, grave obligations. They are fundamentally imputable, Im immutable, and they oblige always and everywhere. No one can dispense from them. Uh, Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 2072. I'm glad he uses, you see, the Catechism of the Catholic Church to those out there who are only the Council of Trent, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, Bishop Athanasius Schneider. Uh, the affirm, the affirm, uh, affirmation remarks of Pope Francis on April 3rd, 2019, Wednesday, general audience are a small steps towards clarification of the erroneous phrase found in the Abu Dhabi document. Nevertheless, they remain insufficient because they do not refer directly to the document and because of the average Catholic and almost no, all non-Catholics neither know nor understand the meaning of, of the theologically technical expression permissible of God. From a pastoral point of view, it is highly irresponsible to leave the faithful of the entire church in an uncertainty in such a vital question as the validity of the first commandment, of the, of the Decalogue, and the divine obligation of all men to believe and worship with their free will, Jesus Christ as the only Savior of mankind. When God, come, when God commanded all men, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him, chap Matthew chapter 17, verse 5. And when consequently in his judge judgment, he will inflict vengeance on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8. How can he at the same time positively will the diversity of religions? The revealed unambiguous words of God are in irreconcilable irre 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 with the phrase in the Abu Dhabi 
document. They're just not. They just. They just can't get along. I might have pronounced that word wrong. Um, you know, they cannot be concise. They cannot work together. It's impossible. The revealed, unambiguous words of God are 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 not cohesive with the phrase in the Abu Dhabi document to affirm the contrary. Contrary. Contrary would mean to square a circle or adopt the mindset of agnosticism or Hegelianism. One cannot justify the theory that the diversity of religions is positively willed by God by adducing the truth of the deposit of faith regarding free will as a gift of God, the Creator. God has granted man free will precisely so that man may worship him alone, who is the true is the triune God. God has not given man free will in order to worship idols or deny or blaspheme his incarnate son, Jesus Christ, who said, He who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the of, of the only Son of God. John chapter three verse eighteen. You see it's this is the problem with this is the problem of what sin does you know why can't god just allow me to have my sexual perversion why can't he just let me be a sexual pervert why can't he just let me seek you know seek him in 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 demons why can't he just let me, you know, leave me alone and let me, let me, let me not worship him? You know, I'm not hurting anyone else. I'm not hurting. I'm not going around killing puppies and, and, and killing little girls. I just don't want to worship. This is, this is, this is sin. This is pride. This is the pride of the devil. And it's, it's really, it's, it's really too much. After you exchange with Pope Francis on March 1st during the Ad Laminia visit to Rome, did you have any further communi communication with him about your concerns? If so, was it before or after April 3rd, 2019, Wednesday, general audience? During the audience on March 1st, 2019, on occasion of the Ad Lumine visit, I addressed, the Pope, I addressed Pope Francis in the presence of the bishops of our group with these words. Most Holy Father, in the presence of God, I implore your holiness in the name of Jesus Christ, who will judge us, to retract the statement of the interreligious document of Abu Dhabi, in which relativizes the uniqueness of faith in Jesus Christ. Otherwise, the church in our day will not be straightforward about the truth of the gospel. As the Apostle Paul told Peter in Antioch, See Galatians chapter 2, verse 14. The Holy Father answered at once, saying that one must explain the phrase in the Abu Dhabi document regarding the diversity of religions in the sense of the permissive will of God, to which I replied, since this phrase enumerates the objects of the, of the, of the wise will of God and discriminately putting them in logically in the same level, the diversity of the male and female sexes must also be willed by God by his permissive will, which means that he tolerates this diversity as he might tolerate the diversity of religions. Well, he, he certainly made that clear. 
Pope Francis then admitted that the phrase could be misunderstood and said, but you can tell people that the diversity of religions corresponds to the permissible of God, to which I reply, Holy Father, please, will you tell the entire church this? I left my verbal request with the Pope also in the written form. That's true. He signed that document, and if he doesn't correct it, it's on him. Pope Francis kindly answered me with a letter dated March 5th, 2019, in which he repeated his words from the audience on March 1st, 2019. He said that one has to understand the phrase by applying the principle of the premises will of God. He also noted that the Abu Dhabi document does not intend to acquit the will of God in creating the differences of color, sex, with the differences of religion. That still opens it for other bishops to abuse it. With with a letter dated March 25th, 2019, I answered Pope Francis' letter of March 5th, 2019, thanking him for his kind and asking him with fraternal frankness to publish either personally or through a decastery of the Holy See a note of clarification repeating the substance of what he said in the audience on March 1st, 2019, and in his letter of March 5th, 2019, I added these words. By publishing these words, your holiness will have the auspicious and blessed occasion in a difficult in, in a difficult historic time of humanity and the church to confess Christ, the Son of God. I am also say that Pope Francis sent me a card dated April 7, 2018, he enclosed a copy of his dress at the April 3rd, 2019 Wednesday general audience underlined the section regarding the permissible of God. I am, of course, grateful to the Holy Father for this kind attention. Oh, boy. It's a lot, but it, it, it's important that we read this. The document on human fraternity for world peace and living together has not been officially amended or corrected, and yet a higher committee has been established to implement it on Monday, August 26, 2019. The Holy See Press Office released a statement reporting that Pope Francis was pleased to learn of the formation of a higher committee for achieving the goals contained in the document. According to the statement, Pope Francis said in its regard, Although, sadly, evil, hatred, and division often make news, there is a hidden sea of goodness that is growing and leads us to hope in a dialogue, recorporal knowledge, and the possibility of building together with the followers of other religions and all men and women of goodwill, a world of fraternity and peace. Your Excellency, how serious a problem is this? The problem is of the utmost seriousness. Because under the rhetorically beautiful and intellectually seductive phrase, human fraternity, men in the church today are in fact promoting the neglect of the first commandment of the Decalogue and the betrayal of the core of the gospel. However, notable such aims as human fraternity and world peace, maybe they cannot be promoted at the cost of relativizing the truth of the uniqueness of Jesus Christ and of his church and of undermining the first commandment of the Decalogue. The Abu Dhabi document on human fraternity for world peace and living together and the higher committee 
taxed with implementing it are somewhat like a beautifully decorated cake that contains a harmful substance. Sooner or later, almost without noticing it, it will weaken the body's immune system. The establishment of the aforementioned higher committee mandated with the implementing at all levels among other good aims the allegedly div- divinely willed principle of the diversity of religions in fact paralyzes the church's mission in a- a- agentus it su- suffocates her burning zeal to evangelize all men and of course with love and respect it gives the impression that the church today is saying i am ashamed of the gospel i am ashamed to evangelize I am ashamed to bring the light of the gospel to all who do not yet believe in Christ. This is the opposite of what St. Paul, the apostle of the Gentiles, said. He instead declared, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16. The Abu Dhabi document and, and the aims of the higher committee also considerably weakens one of the essential characteristics and tasks of the church. To be missionary and to care primarily for the eternal salvation of all men, it reduces the main aspirations of mankind to the temporal and imminent values of fraternity, peace and living together. And Indeed, attempts at peace are destined for failure if they are not proposed in the name of Jesus Christ. This truth prophetically reminds us of Pope Pius XI, who said the chief cause of the difficulties under which mankind is laboring were due to the fact that the majority of men had thrust Jesus Christ and his holy law out of their lives, and these had no place either in private affairs or politics. Pius XI went on to say, that as long as individuals and states refuse to submit to the rule of our Savior, there would be no real, uh, really hope, hopeful prospects of a lasting peace among the nations. Uh, encyclical Quies Premius One, the same Pope taught that the Catholics become great factors in bringing about world peace because they they work for restoration and spread of the kingdom of Christ. And single Oprah Ubi uh, Ergano 58. Uh, a peace is an innerworldly and purely human reality will fail. For according to Pius XI, the peace of Jesus Christ is not nourished on the things of earth, but on those of heaven. No, nor could it well be otherwise, since it is Jesus Christ who has revealed to the world the existence of spiritual values and has obtained for them their due appreciation. He has said, for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and suffer the loss of his own soul? Matthew 16, verse 26. He also taught as a divine lesson of courage and consistency when he said, fear not, fear not them that kill the body and are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him that can destroy both soul and body. Matthew 10, verse 28, Luke 12, verse 14. In the encyclical, Ubi Arcano 36, God created men for heaven, 
God created all men to know Jesus Christ and to have supernatural life in him and to achieve eternal life, to lead all men to Jesus Christ and to eternal life is therefore the most important mission of the church. The second council found the second Vatican council has provided us with an apt, beautiful explanation of this mission. The missionary activity drives its reason from the will of God, who wishes all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, and God and men himself. If um, a man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as ransom for all, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 45. Neither is there salvation in any other, Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Therefore all must be converted to him and made known by the church's preaching and all men must incorporate into him by baptism and, and into the church, which his body, which is his body. For Christ himself, by treating the... Uh, by stressing an expression uh, express language the necessity of faith and baptism matthew 16 verse 16 and john 3 verse 5 at the same time confirmed the necessity of the church into which men enter by baptism as by door therefore those men cannot be saved who though aware that god through jesus christ founded the church as something necessary still do not wish to enter it or to persevere in it Decree on priestly training, chapter uh, 4, 8, and 9. Therefore, though God in ways known to himself and can lead those uh, incomparable ignorance of the gospel to find the faith which, with, uh, without which is impossible to please him. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 16. Yet, Necessity lies upon the church, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16, and at the same time, a sacred duty to preach the gospel and hence missionary activity today, as always, retains power and necessity. I want to stress that these last words, the missionary activity of the church today, retains its necessity. Um, in his Wednesday general audience, April third, twenty Pope of uh, April third, twenty nineteen, Pope Francis also said the following regarding the diversity of religions. There are many religions, some are born from culture, but they always look to heaven. They look to God. <clears throat> These words in some way contradict the following luminous and clear statement of Pope Pius the Sixth. Our Christian religion effectively establishes with God an authentic living relationship which the other religions do not succeed in doing, even though they have, as it were, their arms stretched out and towards heaven. The encyclical Evangelii Nathalandi 22. How timely, too, are the words of Pope Leo Thirteenth. The view that all religions are alike is calculated to bring about the ruin of all forms of religion, especially of the Catholic religion, which is, as it is, the only one that is true, cannot without great injustice be regarded as merely equal to other religions. Encyclical Humani Genesis 16. As fitting are the following words of Pope Paul VI. 
It is with joy and consolation that at the end of the great assembly of 1974, we heard these illuminating words. We wish to conform once more the task of evangelizing all people and constitute an essential mission of the church. It is a task and a mission which it is, it is vast and profound changes of present-day society. Make all the more urgent. Evangelizing is, in fact, the grace and vocation proper to the church, her deepest identity, which exists in order to evangelize. That is to say, in order to preach and teach, to be the channel of the gift of grace, to re- reconcile sinners, the will, um, the will, sorry, that is to say, in order to preach and teach, to be the channel of gift of grace, to reconcile sinners with God, and to perpetuate Christ's sacrifice in the Mass, which is the memorial of his death and glorious resurrection. This is from Angeli Nathendi uh, 14. This is pretty long. I didn't realize it was going to be this long, but it's good. It's, it's good that we're reading this. Therefore, as the Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches, the, um, the ultimate purpose of the mission is none other than to make men share in a communion between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, the, the love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Catechism of the Catholic Church, 850. In recognizing directly or indirectly the equality of all religions through the spread and implementation of the Abu Dhabi document, dated February 4th, 2019, without correcting its erroneous affirmations on the diversity of religions, uh, religions, men in the church today not only portray Jesus Christ as the only Savior of mankind and the necessity of his church for eternal salvation, but also commits a great injustice and sin against love of neighbor. In 1542, St. Francis Xavier wrote from the Indies to his spiritual father, St. Ignatius Loyola, many people in these places are not Christians simply because there is no one to make them such. Many times I get the desire to travel to the universities of Europe, especially Paris, and shout from whatever like a madman to impel those who have more knowledge than charity with these words. I, how many souls by our sloth are destined? Um, are, I'm sorry. How many how many souls by our sloth are denied heaven and and end in hell? Many of Many of these flaming words and heavenly patrons of mission and the first great Jesuit missionaries touch the minds and hearts of Catholics, especially of the first Jesuit Pope, so that with the evangelical and apostolic courage, he might retreat the erroneous statement on the diversity of religions contained in the Abu Dhabi document. By such an act, he might well lose the friendship. And, um, sorry, and... Okay, hold on. Uh, diversity of religions containing the Abu Dhabi document, but such an act, he might as well lose the friendship and esteem of, of, of the powerful of this world, but surely not the friendship and esteem of Jesus Christ in keeping with his words. Everyone who shall confess me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32, August 26, 2019. That was long. <laughs> that was very long, but we're not done yet. So hold on.
I don't know about you, but it sounds like this particular pope and many of the cardinals, especially the bishops from Germany, seem to be pushing for this globalist view of religion. And at the same time, a lot of nations are pulling back. I mean, just recently, this, the, the nation of Sweden, I heard, has a national populist movement. And a lot of the um, responses, especially in the media, they, wanna, they want to um, mark these national populist national movements as white supremacists, as Nazis, as haters, uh, fear mongers, or the new thing now, um, Christian nationalists. They want to refer to them as Christian nationalists, as though to to stigmatize being a Christian. And recently, I just did an article from NPR, and I see it. I see it all over Instagram, the Western Journal, others that the Christian religion is heading to becoming a minority. As the church pulls back and the church pulls more into this uh, pluralism of the equality of all religions, that God willed the diversity of all religions, um, it's as though the church is gutting itself. It's slowly killing its own future. And it's almost like these men want it. They want to do it. Like as though baby, they really do hate Christ. They really do hate the church. I mean, it sounds funny, right? Because why are they in the church? Maybe they don't believe. Maybe they don't. Maybe they went in there thinking they did believe and they lost. They lost faith. I mean, not not to, you know, to, to sort of like destroy your future to, to, you know, I mean, instead of outlawing the Latin mass, why not just take control of it? Why are you letting fringe groups control the Latin mass? Why are you letting, why, you know, why, why limited, why outcast, why ostracized your 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 fellow believers why do that it doesn't it's almost like they just don't want they don't want christ they think i always said this before some of these guys think that by controlling the seats of power within the church the teaching office of the church it's as almost as though they think they're controlling god in some paganistic way like as though they're controlling him like you control a, a remote control. Really, sorry about the noise outside. But seriously, that's what it look that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like as though I'm not going to let you get control, God. I'm going to control you from here. I'm going to prevent the spread of the gospel and by pre- by preventing the spread of the gospel I'll prevent saints from from being born and I'll prevent you from getting more control in society. So I'm taking power and control here because I'm putting I'm tightening the knit on the bottle like they like they think they're controlling a genie. It's pretty scary, but this true. All right, let's go to this other 
article here. This is from the Catholic World Report. Kazakhstan Interreligious Congress adopts declaration calling religious pluralism God's will by Hannah Brookhaus for CNA. September 15, 2022. The Interreligious Congress in which Pope Francis participated this weekend in Kazakhstan adopted a declaration calling religious pluralism an expression of the wisdom of God's will in creation. The 35-point declaration was adopted by the majority of the delegates of the 7th Congress of the Leaders of World and Traditional Religious uh, Religions, September 15th in the capital city of Nur Sultan. Pope Francis participated in the opening and closing ceremonies of the religious of the interreligious summit during the, his September 13th 15th visit to the a Central Asian country. Almost 11 delegates from around I'm sorry, almost 100 delegates from around the world representing the world's major religions participated in the 3-day conference including Vatican Secretary of State Cardinal Pietro Perlone. Okay, he's not popular, but remember him with the painting? I believe he's the one with that painting uh, in the mural he did. Of Anyway, Cardinal Miguel Angel Ayaso Guzet, President of the Vatican's Pontifical Council for Interreligious Dialogue. Point 10 of the Declaration said, we note that Pluralism and differences in religion, skin color, gender, race, and language are expressions of the wisdom of God's will in creation. Thus, any incident of coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. The Declaration also re referenced the, do the document on human fraternity for world peace and living together, signed by Pope Francis and Sheikh Ahmed al-Dayab, the Grand Imam of Al, Al of Al Hazar in Abu Dhabi, February 2019. We recognize the importance and value of the document on human fraternity, for world peace and living together between the Holy See and Al, Al Hazar Al Sharif. The Kazakh uh, the Kazakhstan Declaration said, adding that the document calls for peace dialogue, mutual understanding, and mutual respect for among the believers of the common good. The Declaration also condemned terrorism, called for an end to conflict in all corners of our world, and encouraged greater participation of women in religion society. Yada, yada, yada. Sounds like the same as every other. Like, like you really believe that Muslims are going to do this. You really believe that they're going to do that. They, 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 they're just playing along. Unbe unbelievable. Oh, boy. We proceed f from the Im immutable fact that the Almighty created all people equal, regardless of their racial, religious, ethnic, or other affiliations or social status. Therefore, tolerance, respect, and mutual understanding underpin all religious teachings. The Declaration stated, we pay special attention to the importance of strengthening the institution of the family, it said. All right. Okay, that was that. Was that. Let's look at something here.
Okay? All right. You know, I'm not going to read the, the, the fraternity because... Let me see here. What's this? This is another one from... Okay, this is another one from CNA. Uh, here. Uh, this is by Mar Mary Farrow. February twenty February fourth, twenty nineteen. Catholics, Muslims, and all who believe in God must work together. This is I think from the United Arab Emirates. Abu Dhabi United Arab Arab Emirates. Catholics, Muslims, and all who believe in God must work together to build a culture of love, peace, and human fraternity. Pope Francis said in a joint statement he signed with Ahmed Al Tayyab, Grand Imam of Al Hazar, during an interreligious meeting in Abu Dhabi. The document entitled A Document on Human Fraternity for World Peace and Living Together invited all persons who have faith in God and have faith in human fraternity to unite and work together so it may serve as a guide for future generations to advance a culture of mutual respect in the awareness of the great divine grace that makes all human beings brothers and sisters. The signing took place on February 4th during Pope Francis' visit to Abu Dhabi, capital of the United Arab Emirates, a trip intended to promote interreligious dialogue and give support to the country's Christian minority. Francis is the first pope to ever visit the Arabian Peninsula. Okay, the document discussed the, impor uh, the importance of religion in building a peaceful and free society and the challenges of an increasingly secular world, it, it condemned all practices and po po policies det detrimental to human life and freedom. Within a paragraph about human freedom, the document states that religious plurality is willed by God. There he goes again. The pluralism and diversity of religions, color, sex, there it is again. Race and languages are willed by God in his wisdom. Why would they bother to put sex in there? Because when you see what I'm saying, if you put it in there, it's opening the window to multi-genders. You see that there's more than one, there's more than two genders of sex. Why would you do that? Why would you put that in there? Because look at the situation we're in now. Look at it. How many different genders are there? Cisgender. Uh, you know, non-binary gender. They're, they're, you see what I'm saying? You just open a can of worms. Now you can't close it. All right, let's continue. Sex, race, language are willed by God in his wisdom through which he created human beings, the document states. The document doesn't quote any scripture passages or Quranic passages, if you notice. This divine wisdom is the source from which the right to freedom of belief and the freedom to be different drives. Therefore, the fact that people are forced to adhere to certain religions or culture must be rejected as to the imposition by cultural way of life that others do not accept. You really think Muslims are not going to use force. You're really naive. This statement must be read in the proper context perspective, said Dr. Shad Pagnold. We heard his name before. Associate Professor of Systematic Theology. This is what um, we heard in the first document. Uh, Systematic Theology at the Catholic University of America, America in Washington, D.C. Insensitive, insensitive to other religious contact, it is fitting for the Holy See to acknowledge that dis 
despite serious theological disagreements, Catholics and Muslims must have must must Muslims ha have much in common, such as common belief that human beings are willed by God in His wisdom. Pagnol told CNA. The idea that God wills a diversity of color, sex, race, and language is easily understood, but some may find it puzzling to hear the Vicar of Christ talk about God willing the diversity of religions, he noted. Yeah, but you got to make it clear. Even Muslims, I'm sure, have to, uh, in their theology have to have some clarity. Why would you sign something and not make, and not make sure that there's clarity before you sign it? I mean, seriously, I mean, it's like that old saying, the Greek saying, proverb, buyer beware. It is puzzling and potentially problematic, but in the context of the document, the Holy Father is clearly referring not to the evil of many false religions, but possibly refer to the diversity of religions only in the sense that they are evidence of our natural desire to know God. God wills that all men come to know him through the free choice of their will, and so it follows that a diversity of religions can be spoken about as permissively willed by God without denying the supernatural good of one true religion, he added. The Catechism of the Catholic Church speaks about the Church's relationship with Muslims. The plan of salvation also includes those who acknowledge the Creator in the first place among, amongst whom are the Muslims. These profess to hold the faith of Abraham, and together, uh, together with us, they adore, uh, adore the one merciful God, mankind's judge on the last day. The Second Vatican Council taught further that the fullness of the means of salvation can be obtained through the Catholic Church alone. Well, I'm glad you say that. Among other things, the document also condemned terrorism. It called for equal rights and access to education of women, called on believers to care for the poor and vulnerable, and called on world leaders to work strenuously to spread the culture of tolerance and of living together in peace, to intervene at the earliest opportunity to stop the shedding of innocent blood and bring an end to wars, conflicts, environmental decay, and moral, oh boy, environmental decay moral and cultural decline that the world is presently experiencing. As, as Grand Imam Al-Hazar Al Tayyib told one of the most prominent titles in Sunni Islam and is the head of the Al-Hazar Mosque and Al-Hazar University in Egypt, Tayyib is considered a tolerant and moderate Muslim leader and has rejected connections to the Muslim Brotherhood and condemned ISIS. He also allowed Women to remain at Al Hazar University after she, uh, a woman to remain at Al Hazar University after she was facing expulsion for allegedly hugging a male student. However, he also said he believes that apostasy from Islam is punishable by death. Oh, gee, you see, I told you that was. I'm sure that would start with me. In the interreligious meeting, Pope Francis said that people of different religions must work to build the future together. And there will not be, a, uh, or there will not be a future. Okay, why don't you start with not executing people who leave Islam? The time has come when religion, when religions should be more actively exert themselves with courage and audacity, and without pretense to help the human family deepen the capacity for conciliation, the vision of hope, and the concrete path of peace. He said.
Oh. Okay, Mary Farrow. It worked as a worked as a staff for a Catholic news agency until 2020. She has a degree in journalism and English education from the University of Nebraska, England. All right. So there you have it. This one here. We read several here. So now let's go back. I'll start here and see what we're going to look at here. This is interesting. All right. Let's see if I can figure this out here. Okay. So we have a problem here. Okay, we're not going to go, go into looking at any other document. It appears that there is a serious problem here. Okay, the Imam of Abu Dhabi, Al-Tayyib, still believes in death if you leave Islam. All right? Even though he's going to sign this document, he's going to play along with you, he's going to play, he's going to, he's going to agree because he knows that's what Christians want, that, you know, about not expelling, not, not, not killing women. He's going to say he's not going to agree with ISIS. He's going to say he's not going to agree with, with terrorism, with Al Qaeda. He's going to condemn all that stuff. But he still believes that uh, if you apostate, uh, if you leave Islam, you deserve to die. Right, which is going to start off with me. But the idea of, of of tolerance, of understanding. What about the desire to to know God? What about the desire to know the truth? What about the right to seek the truth, even if it means leaving your religion and questioning your religion? Questioning what you have been taught. Okay? I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness. To follow Christ, Jesus said himself, he who looks back is not worthy of me. He who loves father and mother land and home the very toughest of the toughest part of of the faith the very toughest part is you know is not worthy of me he who follows me must pick up his cross deny himself pick up his cross and not look back that's the whole point he who who hates his life will gain it he who loves his life will lose it if he love if he loves the life he has now And if you, if another person, which we read in the beginning of the program, as St. Paul says, be careful of any other gospel that comes to you other than the gospel of Jesus Christ. Even the, even the devil, Satan himself will come as an angel of light to, to, to deceive you. You have to question it. You know, recently, like I just read this thing, um, I just listened to the audible with Nabil Qureshi. Uh, seeking Allah, finding Jesus. You can question things about Allah, but you can't question Muhammad. If you say anything against Muhammad, it's a death sentence. So Muhammad is held at a higher value than Allah. And the word Allah just means God. 
Both Jewish Arabs and Christian Arabs use it. You know, you can't question Muhammad. You can't question him at all. If you do, you die. So, you're not, you know, they're not, they're just signing it because they have to sign it. It's networking for them. They want, they want, they want connections with the European culture. They want connections to the West. This is just a stepping stone for business, to improving business relations. So they can look good with the West. So they can, they can look tolerant. That's why they're doing this. They don't believe in this. The Abrahamic house that they're building, they don't, they don't, you know, what, you know, what, what, so it can house a mosque, a, a synagogue, and a, and a church. That's just, that's just for business relations. That's just, that's just to improve their, their networking, so they can improve and, 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 and have better business. That's all they're doing. They're not, they don't really believe in that crap. They don't believe in this whole thing of diversity. And, and you know what? The Jews, Israel knows this too. Israel knows this as well. You got to be smart. The problem is Christians always come out looking stupid because Christians are naive. And and I hate to say this, starting with the Vatican, it seems. Because the Pope is a very ideological man. I'm serious. He's an ideological man. I know my culture better than he, than he knows his. Okay? That better than he knows Islam. That's what I meant to say. I know my culture. I know Islam better than him. They look at the sexual promiscuity, the sexual perversion, the LGBT. They look at all that stuff about drugs, alcohol, and pornography, all right, and adultery as Christian culture. They put it under the umbrella of Christianity. In some cases, they're right. In other cases, they're not because they don't really, they cannot separate secular culture from religious culture, from religious, from religious devotion and mindset. They don't, they don't, because Islam is a culture. It's not just a religion. It's a culture. It's a, it's, it engulfs everything in your life. In the West, we have reduced to Christianity as something as a private religion. And we, and, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't really engulf everything. It doesn't engulf the arts. It doesn't engulf the sciences. It doesn't engulf anything. They don't, they don't, they, they, you know, we don't, you know, we've completely, we've completely gutted Christianity, its influence in our society. All right, I'm going to end it here. I'm glad I've got the chance to do this. I hope, uh, I hope this uh, is uh, interesting to you. I'll try to get back and do more stuff like this. God bless.